Wait a minute, I hear something. It had to be done. Um, welcome back to Dr. Movie. And uh, this is one that I almost pulled the trigger on this one last year at this time. But uh, I, I decided to wait. And uh, just trying to find the, the right time. And I really wanted to dig a little deeper into this movie because, you know, because of the stature of it and everything, it is Black Christmas, 1974. Um, Bob Clark. You hear me talk Bob Clark a lot in in this, well, in any podcast I'm on. Um, talking about a, a movie career, um, <laughs> it's really made some of my favorite movies. And it's amazing that the same guy that made one of the most famous Christmas movies, A Christmas Story, you know, the one with Ralphie, also made probably the most infamous Christmas movie being Black Christmas. The movie not enough people talk about uh, because it didn't come out in a heyday of horror movies. Uh, it came out in the 70s, 1974, matter of fact. And I, um, all of us horror fans know this one, right? I mean, if, if you call yourself a horror fan and you don't know this movie, I mean, and I mean know this movie, not saying, eh, I think I've seen it. No, I mean know this movie. You, you understand the impact of this movie. This is the game changer. Uh, it was just ahead of its time. It was Elvis Presley's favorite movie. <laughs> That's a weird one to get your head wrapped around. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about this one. I'm, I'm, I'm clamoring on it already, right? So, let's talk about 1974 Black Christmas horror slash mystery. Uh... If you want to call this a giallo, for all of you that follow me and, and everything else, Italian horror, uh, this could be the perfect giallo, uh, even though it's American or Canadian, however you want to look at it. Um, let's, uh, let's look at this. Um, 7.1 out of 10. It's better than that. It's better than that. That's that's on a IMDb. Uh, somebody, I, I I get this feeling that the majority of people that have checked this out, and I'm I'm sure of it, right? Because I'm guilty of it as well. I saw the slasher heyday going through the '80s, and going back to this one, it doesn't move like the other movies, right? This is 70 slow burn. Again, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. Um, I, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to ruin all that just yet. Let's do a synopsis real quick. Holy smoke, it's a big one. 
Uh, as winter break begins, a group of sorority sisters, including Jess and the inebriated Barb, begin to receive anonymous, uh, anonymous phone calls. Initially, Barb eggs the caller on, but stops when he responds threatening, uh, threateningly. Soon, Barb's friend Claire uh, goes missing from the sorority house, and a local adolescent girl is murdered leading the girls to suspect the serial killer is on the loose, but no one realizes just how near the culprit is. It's a, that's a lot of words. And, and again, I apologize, because if you don't know about this show, I'm driving <laughs> while I do this show. So, uh, so trying to read that and drive down the road, I don't recommend it. Leave that to the professional, uh, myself. But uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> like I said, Bob Clark. Uh, a toy, a toy story, a Christmas story, uh, Death Dream, Porky's, Rhinestone. I, I, I mean, what, what am I missing here? Children shouldn't play with dead things. Um, God, I mean, just what a career. Um, and it was, it was a kind of a short career. I'm, list, I'm, list, I'm missing something important here. What am I missing? Porky's Porky's 2. Uh, we don't have to talk about baby geniuses. That's... <laughs> Children should play with dead things. I said rhinestone. I guess that's, that's the majority of it. What a, what a set of movies, man. And so far across the spectrum. Let's talk about our cast. Well, we're gonna see. Have we got a why to watch? I love why to watch. I see a where to watch. By the way, if you want to watch this, it's on Tubi for free, and it is the uh, uh, the, the 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 newest edition too. I mean, the sound on it is incredible. Really nice job. Screen Factory, I believe, is where they pulled it from. Um. Here we go. Why to watch? Hold on, I gotta switch lanes here. Uh, why to watch? It's creepy, dark, and horrific. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I don't. This one don't make any sense. We're not gonna read that one. The tension is uh, palpable. The cast is stellar. And all the terror left of the imagination exclusive is fantastic. It's smart, well-acted, wonderfully shot, terrifying, and even genuinely funny at times. Funny? I don't know about that. Here's one for you. It makes total sense. Delivering all the tropes we, that we know to come from, all the, from the genre of today, this film was truly ahead of its time and still holds up. I mean, that's the thing about this, man way ahead of its time. Um, at this point, I, I guess you could say from a Halloween aspect, you know, three or four years ahead of its time, but there is no doubt the impact of this movie started it all. Um, a lot of people like to say this is the, the first, the original slasher. I'm not so sure on that. Maybe from an American aspect, but, you know, 
it's such a it, it dances that line between a giallo and a slasher which most giallos that I love do right I mean the Argento stuff it's got <laughs> scenes in it that uh, that any slasher flick would be glad to have be proud of it right um, the way this is put together the 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 isolation you you think you're getting your standard set up that we've just become normal you know a group of teenagers dealing with uh, a maniac right but this is you know again the formula is different here and I think that's what makes it stand out when you watch it now but like I was saying before we got started I, I think the problem with the movie is everybody has seen all the Halloweens all the Friday the 13th all the slashers that came out and then you go back and watch this one and this one seems a little calmer as far as the flow of the movie but you got to remember this is the mighty 70s this is the age of the slow burn you didn't reveal everything matter of fact the beauty of this film you don't get squat as far as our, our killer uh, you get a lot of POV shots which again goes back to the to the giallo thing I tell you man there's some camera work in this uh, Stanley Kubrick Argento De Palma kind of looking at you guys uh, I'm, I'm thinking that you might have uh, checked this movie out and said uh, hey uh, I think I want to kind of do something kind of ripping that off just saying uh, maybe the fact that it's called Black Christmas hurt the movie because this deserves to be top shelf um uh, the whole phone call situation you've got where these girls are at the sorority and they start getting phone calls and they are terrifying now, I don't mean like scream hey so what you doing I'm talking these phone calls are absolutely terrifying if I was one of the girls and I heard one of these calls I'd been gone I would have been gone there's there's no words to even express what you hear coming out of this phone because it is so spastic so unnerving uh, just piercing it's it's unreal it, it is a step that we have never reached in the horror world ever since I mean we've had some creepy phone call stuff but this is so so unusual matter of fact I recommend when you watch this watch it with the subtitles on so you can really understand I don't know if it's more disturbing not knowing what you're hearing or knowing what you're hearing because I was really blown away I've never watched this with subtitles before and I was absolutely blown away by some of the dialogue that my ear just wasn't picking up holy crap um Man, uh, just golf clap. I mean, that's that's the most horrifying phone calls in movie history. Period. Period. Uh, and the fact of you know these these girls kind of get you, you get one that goes missing, and her poor father shows up, 
supposed to have picked her up. She was supposed to go home for the holidays. Her bag was packed, but she's nowhere to be found. They think she might be with a boyfriend. No dice. He thought she went home. Um, and so from there, you've got a, a search going on from the townspeople. And in the process, they find a little, a little girl that's been murdered, which leads to, you know, more chaos. But as this goes on, you know, we know that somebody is getting into the sorority house and snooping around because that's how the movie opens. But from there, again, it's so hard to talk about and not ruin it. Um, the fact of, if you're a horror fan, again, you know the movie, he knows you're alone, right? That, that first 15 minutes is one of the most edge-of-your-seat moments in movie history. It pulled it straight from this movie. 100% pulled it from this movie. So if you think that was scary, you see the original version in this. You kind of get, the again, the birth of the slasher here. You get, for all you Fulci fans, New York Ripper, I'm looking at you, buddy, because we got a ton of similarities here. So, uh, man, uh, I, I don't know what to say. This is an, an absolute classic. It is one of the best horror movies ever made. It's that simple. Is it my favorite? No. It's not even my favorite Bob Clark movie. But there's no denying the power of this flick and the fact of we've got a whole genre that came off the back of this movie. They ripped this movie off. And it's a shame that in retrospect, we go back and watch it and we're not impressed by it because we've already seen it before. What's sad is we should have seen Black Christmas first and realized, wait a minute, the past 35, 40 years of slasher flicks are just doing what Bob Clark did in one movie in 1974. That's how impactful this movie is. Um, it is well shot, well acted. Margot Kidder, you know, you know, Lois Lane, Superman the movie, um, who also ends up being in some uh, De Palma stuff, right? right around this time, uh, sisters, matter of fact, is uh, it's good to see her in this kind of role, because as Lois Lane, she's got that chip on her shoulder. She's the strong female in this. She's empowered, right? She's kind of a, I don't want to say a sex maniac, but all of her conversations are dealing with sexual material. So she's the loud mouth kind of bragger of the bunch, right? Which works well. Matter of fact, the first girl, girl that ends up missing, they think that she, uh, Margot Killer's character, ran her off because of the abrasiveness, right? So there's a lot to this movie. There's a conversation about abortion that plays a big part in this movie. There's a part of a, the, the whole red herring thing that happens uh, in this movie. Uh, I, the list goes on and on of 
everything you've seen in your top 15 slasher flicks, the majority of those ideas came right from this movie. There you go. Hate to ruin it for you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I, I had to find the right time to, to bring this one up and, and fit it into the show. And it just it just feels right. And it gave me a chance to, like I said, check it out again and, and realize just how important of a movie this is. So, with that being said, this is this is a five out of five, by the way. I don't even have to think about it. Uh, if you have not seen this movie and you're a horror fan, I don't care what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Go to Tubi. Watch this movie. Matter of fact, just go ahead and order you a copy of it because once you see it, it's a mainstay, right? All right, folks. That's it for this one. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll have some other stuff coming pretty soon. Check you later, folks.